This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, November 5th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The election of Barack Obama to the presidency is, according to Cato Institute Vice President Gene Healy, a confirmation of the cult of the presidency, the charismatic figure who is expected to fix the economy, heal the sick, and turn good ideas into good policy. But when Obama fails to do these things, he will then represent the best hope Americans have for a return to limited government conservatism. Healy spoke last night at the Cato Institute as the election returns rolled in. What could possibly make us optimistic about the election of Barack Obama? It's not that I expect him to implement good policies. I'm not that naive. In fact, I think Barack Obama is going to be a terrible president. And that's precisely why he's going to be great. Here's my prediction. Barack Obama is going to be one of the least effective, least popular presidents in the modern era. And his administration represents the best, the best chance in over a decade for a resurgence of limited government conservatism. And it also represents an unprecedented opportunity to undermine the cult of the presidency. It's true that too many Americans are presidential cultists, but what's easy to miss is that, on the whole, we're a lot less cultish than we used to be. When political scientists first started tracking trust in government, which is the most important, the, the decline in trust in government is the most important political phenomenon in the last 50 years. And when political scientists first started tracking, uh, three quarters of Americans would tell pollsters that we trust the federal government in Washington to do what is right, most of the time or just about always. And most of all, they trusted the president. Well, that bottomed out after Vietnam and Watergate, and it's only rarely even approached the levels it had before Vietnam and Watergate. The leading expert on government distrust is a political scientist named Mark Hedrington. And Hedrington's a liberal, and what he's found makes him very sad, sad as David Brooks, because the data has convinced him that the rise in distrust is going to make it very hard for any president to have, a, any future president to have a, an FDR LBJ style 100 days. Rising distrust has also led to, it's led to the decreasing popularity of presidents and an increase of divided government. And this, these are all wonderful things. There's no candidate in the modern era who's done as much as Barack Obama has to raise expectations for the presidency. Expectations that were insanely high to begin with. And when he fails to teach our children well, and heal the sick, and stop the ocean's rise. <laughs> I think his hope adult rhetoric is going to become increasingly great. And maybe, just maybe, that'll make Americans wonder whether we should look for a president who will promise, promise us the moon and sell us a bill of goods. And maybe it'll make us appreciate this modest, unromantic, business-like vision that the, pre that the framers the Constitution's framers had for the president. Or maybe not, you know, maybe we're doomed. But <laughs> I can certainly understand why people are unhappy when you have a would-be messiah, messiah uh, uniting with a uh, Congress that, that seems to be led by Ayn Rand villains. Uh, <laughs> but after eight years of George W. Bush, after a president who spent faster than Lyndon Johnson, a guy who's even now nationalizing the commanding heights of the economy. I'm sick to death of hearing that the Bush years represent the failure of the 
limited government movement. I say if we're going to have socialism, let's let the, let's let the socialists take some of the blame for it. <laughs> Vice President of the Cato Institute and author of the book, The Cult of the Presidency. You can get your copy at Cato.org. <laughs>